Yo, what's up? <laughs> what up, what's up? Yo, how we doing? We are living well. Sounds good, bro. Sounds good. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Team Talks. We are here with another meeting team episode, meeting the boy Ofisa. <laughs> Yo, what's up? Do you guys have a name for the the talkers, the team talkers? Or do oh, we... <laughs> yeah. we haven't really developed that. The, the talkers part of the clan? Nah, it's part of the team. <laughs> yeah, meet the team. Yo. You guys, are, you guys are the team. Yo, what's up, team? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, we're super pumped to have Fisa on and just let y'all get to know him because for those of you who haven't met him, y'all are in for a treat. Oh man, I'm a little nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like they talk they talk too well about me now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, like everyone else during these past few months, definitely haven't seen you in a little while. Yeah. So excited to to check back in. I know you just moved. Yeah, to, yeah. Back to SB area. What's up? Yeah, what's up? just got back down here. You know, moved in like a couple of days ago. Are you but... in IV? Yeah, I'm in IV. I'm like, live like literally the last house in IV. 6'8? So, or 6'8? Uh, six, like 6'7. Six, okay. Oh, okay, nice. Or actually, no, 6'8. Now that I think about it, I don't know my own address, guys. I just moved here. I'm so <laughs> you're, sorry. If you're the last house, probably 6'8. Yeah, yeah. But that's, so, that's different yo, than your last place. <laughs> that is a, yeah. a change of pace. That's on the other side of the table. A hundred percent. You went from I know. 10 steps to K&D to a mile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, like see. He was like on campus, wasn't he? He was 6'5", even before that. Yeah, I was like yeah. right next to oh, Greek, yeah. Greek Row. Yep. Which was cool, but, mm, yeah. you know. <laughs> For sure. So who are you living with? Um, Right now. It's me and Karen's in the house, but Daniel's moving down here. Nice. And so, yeah, and uh, I got to have, you know, uh, Drew moved back home, but I got Daniel down here. So that was a, that was a good switch I got in right there. <laughs> the free agency. So, yeah, you know, you know, you switch, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I'm excited to be here. You know, I start school. I'm going to East Santa Barbara. Hey! Officially. Yeah. 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 Officially. It, it has been a road, but the road has been traveled. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah, exactly. It's been a mission. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been a tough couple of years. So. Dude, I would love to go into some of that. And because I think your whole process and like that journey that you've taken is crazy inspirational. Like all of the setbacks you had and all of the- yeah. Of course. Really? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, really, like, I mean, getting back to, like, the beginning of it, I moved down here, oh, first of all, I met Johnny, like, almost three years ago, and... Oh, shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not that long. Two yeah. years. No, three years. Well, like... No, nah, two years. Two... Yeah, I'm going on my third. There, there, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm going on my third year knowing Johnny, but... When I first moved down here, it was 2018, and I originally had gotten into UC Santa Barbara, and I was excited, you know, getting here, but what had happened was... Okay. 
All right, right. we're back. So, <laughs> I'm really excited to see if that conversation was recorded by Anchor or not. Because based on the same time, I couldn't tell. Oh, no, we'll see. But my family just called me. We had a little break. Anyway, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. My, you're good, uh, you're my good. man's got into UCSB a couple years ago, and then... Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I got into UCSB going into uh, fall 2018, but what had happened was I ended up failing one of my classes at the last school that I was at, and because I failed, they pulled my admission, and I tried everything in the world to, like, get them to keep me in the school. Mm-hmm. You know, they like give me an option to, I guess, rebuttal and write them a letter. And like I told them, uh, I had been going through some things. I had recently lost an aunt, uh, and then I had re- and then like I had fallen into depression at the time. Uh, broke up with a girlfriend, and I was like, oh my gosh, this sucks. Like I like you know, and like I lost a lot of hope in a lot of things. And then getting my admission pulled was like the biggest part I was like ah I'm already down here (laughs) and so like that was tough but then uh I learned that you can either you know be sad about it or do something about it you know which is like pretty obvious when you really think about it it's like until it's you though yeah it's still hard to yeah it's easy to tell somebody that (laughs) no exactly like to do it yeah so when like I was in it like, it was tough, and, like, I was, like, looking at it, but then, like, people would always tell me, like, you know, you just got to do it, and then, like, it was it was tough, but, and then I did it, you know, I was, like, you know, I can either sit here, complain, or I can go out there and get what I want, and so I spent the next year uh, building up, like, my whole, I guess, resume, doing extracurricular things, I'm uh, sorry, excuse me, and, like, working on Heartbreak Heaven and uh, working on, uh, like, my grades, getting straight A's. And then I applied, but I still – it still didn't feel right, I guess. And I ended up not getting in again because uh, I'm not entirely even sure about that, but I just continued on. The second time around was definitely easier. Mm. Uh, yeah. Like, definitely was able to pick up like that. And just continue to keep going. And then this last time, I was like, you know what? Either I'm staying here another year or I'm moving back home to the Bay Area. And uh, literally, like, last second, the week before I'm going to move out of my house, I get the notification that I get into UC Santa Barbara. And I pull all my admissions from all the other schools that I got into. And I was like, I'm going to UC Santa Barbara. Yeah. That is so exciting. So what is your what is your your major, your plan? What's your what's your track? Okay. So this one's like uh it's it's definitely changed a lot. Um as of right now, I'm a sociology major going into with an emphasis on social injustices. Mm. And so I'm planning on taking on the law half, like taking law at UC Santa Barbara because they offer it. And I want to be able to go to law school next year. And so I, yeah. That's that's awesome. what I want. And so, like, there's a lot of things that I'm passionate about. And, like, I, it's one of those things where, like, my passion leads me to my vot- motivation. And so, like, there's a lot of, like, hardships that uh, 
I may have faced that has gotten me to where I'm at right now. But like this whole, sorry, I'm getting off track, but like this whole thing with like, I've definitely taken a big focus and liking to law. Mm. Like I'm like one of those people where I like to be educated and know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's why I come on this podcast. I was like super nervous. Cause I was like, uh, <laughs> I was I'm 100% like that too. I'm like, I want to know all angles before I speak on a topic. And so no, I'm exactly. anxious if I'm just like, like this is how I feel with what like knowledge I have or education I have about this topic, but it's likely or you know possible that I don't have all of that knowledge. So maybe this is not like really representative of what I would think if I did. No, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Like, in the in the sense of like, I want to know. I guess it sounds kind of silly, but like everything. I want to be educated. I want to know what I'm talking about, and like, I want to be able to help people as well. It's always been one thing that I've always like wanted to do, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is my best option at the moment. Love it. Uh, yeah. Love it. That's sick, dude. I mean, and yeah. since you you took a longer community college route, you you have so many units and so many like requirements yeah. fulfilled already. Going into SOCIA UCSB, you probably you only have to do your upper div like major classes. Yeah, you know? I actually just can, talked to them. Yeah, you can I'm crank here for that one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm only here. Like they told me that I can take literally. I only have three more quarters and then I'm done. It's legit one year at UCSB. Yeah, you know, I'm in and I'm out of here. It's still all the hard work, you know? Yeah, you, they don't need, they, you spent three years here. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, I three years years yeah. like you didn't, you know? I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely something I'm excited about. And uh, speaking on the whole thing that like a whole nother thing to talk about uh, like being educated and stuff like coming into this like I guess I should just like I'm very opinionated if that makes sense like (laughs) so just a fair warning in advance (laughs) like I wish I had all the facts for everything that I want to talk about but a lot of it's opinion a lot of it's things I've been through been through but like I guess that's where I gain perspective Mm. and so yeah well those are still valid your experiences are still valid and like what you think of certain situations based on those experiences are valid. So that's not just because you didn't read it in the textbook doesn't mean like it's not. And there's a whole lot of things that aren't facts anymore. You know, it's yeah, yeah, exactly. Textbooks are not reliable. (laughs) 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 But yeah, you, I mean, I'm sitting on the other side. um, Lucky that you hit all these speed bumps because I would have never met you had you not hit all these fucking uh, speed bumps. That's true. Yeah. Honestly, like, anyone listening to this know that Johnny was my first friend down here. Like, <laughs> like you don't understand. I went into class so nervous and I was still nervous. I don't think we started, like, well, we never talked because we were in sign language. Yeah. No, but, like, I I don't think we, like, actually started to, like, talk or, like, hang out until, like, a couple months in when I literally, you signed, like, we were asking where you're from, and you were, like, oh, I'm from Hayward. And I was, like, oh, 
I was like, you're from the Bay? And you were like, yes. And I was like, ah, me too. And then we started fizz like, dancing, like, in class. Yeah. But I remember looking at you, and I was like, wow, yes, a piece of home down here. Mm. And you made me feel so welcome in the sense of you asked for my number. You let me join your study group. And then hit me up like every week to hang out. You were like, yo, well, we're going downtown. We're going to grab some drinks. You want to come? And every week I was busy. <laughs> every week he said he was busy. <laughs> every week, yo, he called me the flake. And you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> but hey, you never gave up. And I appreciate that. <laughs> persistence, if anything. <laughs> hey, persistence always wins. <laughs> But yeah, and then, I mean, also the chance that I decided to take two classes at CC to take sign language. Yeah, that's like true. that's also super random. Like, yeah, didn't need to do that. So just the end of we, the fact we ended up in the same class and like met and well, like it's just crazy. And then DC, I'm telling you, like it's and the whole crew. Yeah, and then DC. So Fiso was like randomly just like, hey. I need a job. You know anybody? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I got you. <laughs> Let me see if I can plug you in at my work. And official fit better than probably anybody else I could have brought to DC. <laughs> you were like the Toby for yeah. Ofisa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Toby plugged us and we plugged others and they plugged others. A hundred percent. Yo, you know, like that was like everything like up to meeting you. I'm telling you it was a blessing, bro. Like, like, I met you, and I was like, wow, I have a friend. This is great. Oh, my gosh, she's asking me to hang out. This is even more great. And then I was working at Domino's when I first moved down here because I was, like, at this point where in my life where, like, I told my parents, I was like, yeah, I'm going to move down to Santa Barbara, and I'm going to support myself. So I had to take any job I could get at the time. And at the time, it was Domino's. And I had 8 a.m. I was working at Domino's to, like, 3 in the morning. And then I was also working on Heartbreak Heaven. <laughs> Which so, we're going to get into. <laughs> okay and so like i wasn't getting to bed until like five and then i was waking up and going to class like to get, make it to class at eight and i was like yo i just can't do this anymore like after like a month and a half i was like yeah this isn't for me like you know i'm just gonna quit and so i walked in the day i got paid and i was like hey like i can't do this anymore like this is just too exhausting like i can't work here i'm gonna like i have to leave and you know i went home and I was super nervous because I was like, wow, like, how am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to pay all my bills and, like, buy all this and that? And I was looking at my phone and I was like, you know what? You just, you just got to ask, you know? Mm -hmm, totally. <laughs> you know? And so I texted Johnny and I was, I was really scared because we hadn't even hung out at that point. Yeah. And we hadn't hung out and I was like, hey, bro, like, I know this is random, but, like, do you have any like job openings or know anywhere that I could work? And I didn't think he was gonna say yeah, but live right off the bat, he was like, actually I do. And I was like, oh <laughs> I was like, well, this one's pretty easy. <laughs> so I ended up hitting you up and you were like, Yeah, I'll be there Monday, um, eight o'clock in the morning, like don't be late, which uh, you know, I was always late. <laughs> Once he got the job, he was late, but he was there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so uh, that got me in there, which led me to meeting a bunch of other, like, great people. So, without Johnny, 
I wouldn't have any friends down here. <laughs> so, like, this, this, the whole DC squad just became like a fucking family. And yeah. Angel, who was just on recently, was also part of that DC family. Yeah. And looking forward to having more of them on eventually. But yeah, definitely. Such, you got to get them all on here. Such a good group of people. Freaking genuine, kind group. I think I was telling Angel this off recording, but it's like, I don't think I've ever met, like, so many people that I didn't know that well, like, genuinely be interested in me and how I'm doing and, like, what's going on in my life. Like, I would just, like, walk into, like, a party and everybody would, like, make eye contact with me and, like, listen to what I was saying and ask me questions. And it's, like, I feel that way about, like, all of you guys. And I just, it makes me emotional. I was, like, you should just stay there for as long as you can. It's <laughs> so great. No, yeah, definitely. It's definitely, like, my favorite job that I've ever had in the sense of it didn't really feel like a job. Mm. Like, I definitely felt like I was getting up every morning to go hang out with my friends. Mm -hmm. And, like, I actually talk about this with Drew all the time. And I tell him, me and him will talk about, like, people always ask us, like, oh, like, how was your job up there? Was it hard? Like, this and that. And, like, we kind of did that thing where, I mean, you could relate, Johnny, with football. You know, we have to get the team to buy into it. Right. You, know? you have to get everyone to be on the same page and be like, hey, I'm going to do this because I actually care about you, you know, and like this, me doing this will help you benefit in your day. And like, that's why, like, we had that. And then we had having fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like, so like every day it was just a great, I don't, I don't know, like, I never had so much fun going to work. I totally agree with that. There were there were some days where I was just like, like <laughs> I need to stay here for as long as I can. But also, I was like, okay, I'm graduated now. I've been here for a while. I kind of want to move on with my life. But also, hey, can I still work part time? Because I want <laughs> hey, to, yeah, because I still want to hang out with all these guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, what's funny is I remember one time that since you were coaching, you could never stay after work. You always right. had to leave, like, right away. And we would always stay, like, an hour or two just hanging out. Like, you know, just sitting there. I remember, like, right when season ended, you came and you were like, hey, guys, I have nothing to do. Like, let's just sit here. <laughs> <laughs> and so you were like, guys, this is what you guys do all the time? We're like, yeah, we just sit here and have a conversation afterward. And you're like, this is great. I want to do this all the time. <laughs> like, we're like, we wish you were here, dude, honestly. Dude, I, I feel like... I mean, I'm not taking away any of the bonuses that I've gained, you know, personally from coaching, but I would have loved to sit and play spades and dominoes and just, like, bullshit with you guys. That would have been so good. Bro, definitely, bro. Spades, uh, bones, playing some dominoes, and that was our thing. Good time. You guys are so cute. Man. You guys are so cute. Crazy, crazy. Anyway. <laughs> so now you are in UCSB. What is your what is your plan? What's your plan for the year? What is your are you are you still planning on working or are you taking a back seat? You gonna take some loans or what? What's your yeah? Uh, honestly, I want to take loans. Like I really want to do the whole school thing, and like I mean, honestly, it's one year, right? <laughs> so like, only one year. <laughs> yeah, and so I want to just take loans like I thought about working and I still am thinking about it you know getting a little nervous but like with everything going on like I was getting unemployment and so like that was holding me over for a while but 
I really just want to focus on school. Like yeah. leading back, leading back to what I was saying before, like I just want to be educated. Like I want to know what I'm talking about. And so like, which is going to be kind of difficult because all the classes are on Zoom. Right. And like, I'm very uh, like, hey, I need to go see my tutor kind of thing. And like, I need that extra help if I, I'm learning about something that's very difficult. And so like, I like beforehand, I used to be super insecure about it. I used to be like, oh, I'm just going to be quiet and not say anything. But now I'm like, yo, I really need to know this. <laughs> Please, somebody explain it to me. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of difficult now that they're having, like, pre-recorded lectures and, like, you don't even get to, like, raise your hand or, like, or, like ask somebody for help. But that's where I'm like, okay, I'll take loans and I'll just fully focus on school, you know. But also, like, I've done that before, you know. Like, I've really, like, burnt out quickly. And so I also want to enjoy the time that I have here. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, college is a is a mixed bag. You know, you there's so many different things going on, and obviously, with you know, online <laughs> school is going to be changing that up a little bit. But yeah, I'm sure there's definitely still going to be resources for you to to access, like TAs and tutors and things like that that are going to have availability. Even your professor, if they're doing all pre-recorded things, you might have more direct access to your professor than you normally would have. That's actually true. Because they're not going to be spending 10 hours a week during a lecture or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's really true. Are they going to have like virtual office hours? Uh, I'm not even sure entirely. My orientation is next week. So they're going to fill us in on everything next week. And so... I'm not entirely sure at the moment. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I bet they I bet they will. I bet you'll have resources. It will just require more like you know how like sometimes all the effort you gotta put in is like getting to that place. Yeah. <laughs> and like sitting down, you know, and then like it, it's like because you're gonna be and you're not home, it will require more like asking specific questions, maybe or something. Yeah, like seriously. That. Like the amount of bio lectures that I missed. Because I didn't want to skate to class at eight o'clock in the morning. It was five minutes away. I didn't want to. I didn't want to go there yeah. because I knew that it was already going to be online and I could just watch it. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> you, you, you don't even have to cross those battles. You can stay <laughs> in bed, PJs. You can be butt naked in bed during lecture, like no stress. That's true. I'm, I'm yeah, more that sounds about, good. Like the the professor's office hours where like i didn't have specific questions but i know i needed to like be right. refreshed about things so yeah. there would be like a group of kids including myself who would just go to these office hours before a test and wait for like the intelligent person to ask the questions so we can take notes the professor would just sit there and be like do you guys have anything to ask we're like no but somebody else does <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and one of these guys has a question i'm pretty sure of it <laughs> so, like, very little effort on my part the only effort like, needed sessions. was just to sit there and yes, review, review sessions. Sessions. all you gotta do is get yeah. yourself to the review session and you've done what you need to do because yeah. I, I totally agree i sat there in so many philosophy classes just like you know, I know that there's a bunch of blurry shit, but I don't even know enough specifically to ask questions about the blurry shit. And, yeah, then, and then I would just take notes on any single thing that anyone brought up, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I totally thought about that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that's that's how it is, man. That's how you play the game. Dang, I'm about to start taking notes right now. No. Yeah. <laughs> how to hack CSP or how to hack <laughs> Yeah, how to graduate. I got you right here. <laughs> Oh, doing Man. as little as needed. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Because 
I mean, you're only going to be there. Actually, you're only going to be there for one year. You have, yeah. you have a shot at really getting some good grades and getting out with some honors potentially. That's honestly, bro. That's what I'm looking forward to. I really want to try to like go with honors, like graduate with honors. Yeah. And so, like, that's why another reason why I really just want to work my ass off and just like really just try, Hell yeah. like, just try hard it all Get the way that through. Notch. Get that notch. Yeah. Get that belt. You know, I <laughs> you know just trying that'd to. That'd be so cool. Hey, that'd be awesome. Let me get in. Let me do this thing. Because, but like, also. Like I was saying, like, I also want to enjoy my time here. There's a lot of people here, including you guys. So, like, you know, I want to see more. And, like, I think I took a lot for granted during this quarantine, like, before quarantine. You know, all the time that we spent together and whatnot. Oh, so, like, I got to do. Here we go. I have a lot to do, you know. <laughs> I think he's a popular but, dude, okay? He is. <laughs> like, we're, 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 no. Do you want to toss? Do you want to toss? Hey. You want, hey. Do you want to toss? Hey, I'm all, down to toss. All, I have a lawn. All I have so. to say. He's got a lawn. Okay, when we're not in a pandemic, I'm down to go toss at your house. I got you. <laughs> I must say, regardless of how much Ophisa flaked, he did come clutch for one solid weekend. Hey. <laughs> About three, four days in a row, he was at my house or with me doing this, with me doing that for my birthday. Yep. And he, he showed up and showed out, and he... He got the <laughs> Hey, hey, your birthday weekend is still a highlight of that year for me. And so, and then we ended it on country nights for yep. yeah. CMAs. CMAs. Yep. That, you need to host another one. So, <laughs> virtual maybe. Virtual maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now we're talking about like, you know, all of that. This actually brings up something really funny is that well, there's something that you said. It was like a joke. You were like, yo, if you're ever not listening to somebody and they're like asking you a bunch of questions, just go in and be like, oh, yeah, it's all about balance. (laughs) (laughs) And you you told me that. And you're like, trust me, it makes sense in every conversation you're having. And then I was like, yo, that's crazy to think about because to me, it's all about balance. You know, (laughs) like you really got to find that balance in everything so you could really bring that up and it's That's real, hilarious. That i've is... never heard you say that that is so funny like when you like don't really know you're not really following the conversation you don't really know what's going on and you can contribute by saying yeah it's all about balance. you know you know like exactly like you know the whole like all yeah like, everybody knows that now yeah like that's <laughs> wild that everybody yeah knows that's crazy means you weren't listening to shit i just said <laughs> right, right, right. but when you say yeah, I mean, I think it's all about balance. That, <laughs> that is so much more applicable than that's crazy for so many yeah. And people really listen. They're like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because even if it doesn't fit perfectly, they know that's true, and they apply it to their situation and find a fit. <laughs> exactly. Yo, if you're listening, yeah. This is the secrets right here. Secrets to life with Johnny. <laughs> Johnny taught me a lot of things. <laughs> but honestly, it really, it, honestly, like, no, all jokes aside, it really is about balance. True. No, for real. <laughs> it really is. Too much of anything, too little of anything can be bad. So totally. I really I think finding the perfect balance is good. Totally. <laughs> it's all about balance. It's all about balance. <laughs> That's so funny. All right. I want you to talk about Heartbreak Heaven. Ooh, 
Okay. So we, can, we can start wherever you want with that. Rough there's transition, no, but I want to Yeah, I there's get no – you can share as much or little as you want about whatever you want. Yeah. No, like I, I genuinely loved Heartbreak Heaven. Uh, Heartbreak Heaven was an idea that we had actually um, – and it was actually it was it started off with me, Drew, and Vic. Also, side note, we're mentioning a Drew. This is not the Drew that Team Talks listeners know about, Drew Jansen. This is oh another Drew. This is this is Drew. <laughs> Go ahead, you this can is Drew Isaiah, my brother. <laughs> and yeah. so we actually uh had a conversation like back home uh in the Bay Area. We were just bored one night and uh we had a lot of we had we shared a lot of common interest in the sense of we wanted to help make a difference, but we weren't entirely sure how to. And so we like sat down and we were like, you know, what's something that's helped us get to where we are right now? And we looked around and it was like the friendships we have, like hundred percent. Like I wouldn't be here with all of the people that I have in my in my circle. And so we wanted to get that community that we had and build a platform and broadcast it on a bigger platform. And so when we moved down to Santa Barbara or Ivy, um, we saw the opportunity of new beginnings. And so I was like, you know what? Um, I think this is a great time to start. Uh, Mental health is very important to us. Uh, We come from a place where it was a very cultured in the sense of like, uh, you know, shout out to my dad. I love him, (laughs) but, but, you know, growing up, it wasn't the best for my mental health. And so like, you know, it was a lot of conversations where I was like, Hey dad, like I might need some therapy. And he was like, "Uh, man up kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And, And so like, you know, it was those conversations. And then I had to go to my friends like Drew and Daniel and be like, Hey, like, <clears throat> I'm just not having, I'm just not having a good time. Right. <laughs> and you know, like I'm not doing good. And we were just always there for each other. And so uh, I had moving down to Santa Barbara, I had come off a very big heartbreak. And so, you know, I broke up with the ex-girlfriend and it was difficult. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to use this like pain or like hurt that I have and put it into this work and make sure that people know that they're not alone if they're hurting. And so we got down here and we started to build Heartbreak Heaven, trying to build this community of people that like can show support, appreciation for you. And, you know, also like show you a good time while educating you and also giving back to the community. So we spent a lot of times uh, volunteering at the mental health center down in Santa Barbara. We, uh, we spent times uh, trying to fundraise, to raise money for like the National Association of Mental Illness. And so we did a lot of that, but then um, it got to a point where we were so focused on helping others that we stopped focusing on our own mental health. Mm-hmm. And so we st- we started to like crack down, you know, you get that whole burnout and then everyone is, you get sleepless nights, um, a lot of dead ends. And so we had to take a break <clears throat> and, you know, it was difficult because it's something that we were very passionate about and something that like, we really wanted to help people and show them that like, Hey, 
if you're dealing with mental health issues, like there's a lot of resources out there and you're not alone. But then we hit that wall and we had to focus and on ourselves and make sure that we were okay. And, you know, I'm really like a strong supporter of, or strong believer of you can't help people to the full extent if you're not okay yourself. Yes. 100%. And so, I've been resonating that, with that a lot lately. I've been keep reminding myself of that. And so I've been kind of emotionally isolating in addition to the obviously physical isolation because I feel like not super right during these times and with work and like trying to maintain friendships and relationship and all that kind of stuff I definitely feel like I need a second to myself and so yeah that's something I definitely think I preach to others like I'm very much like take your time like have your time to figure yourself out um and I like need to remind myself to do that for me too you know yeah so it's, it's very hard to like remind yourself because i feel like i'm a big hypocrite when it comes to it yeah like i can say that but also like i i also like struggle with, i i hate being alone <laughs> like, and quarantine like wow that was terrible right <laughs> like i was alone for a long time and i had to just it got to a point where i was like hey like this will give me the opportunity to really grow mm really learn a lot about myself and learn about being alone right and so I kind of took it in the sense of just try it out instead of like trying to always go out and hang out with people and see people I was like I'm just gonna try to be alone I'm gonna try to be on my own and make sure that everything's okay and honestly like it helped honestly some days like I'm still like oh no right <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> well, I feel that <laughs> I, I've seen some some posts that were talking about it was so relatable it's like everyone has that funk day mm-hmm. yeah in quarantine that funk day was more regular but everyone had that day where there was no motivation didn't feel the pickup didn't want to do this didn't want to do that hard to get out of bed hard <clears throat> to do the next simple task and it's okay you know like everyone's going through that and then the next day you're totally fine and yeah I totally, or a few days of or, being or low days, yeah. and then being better, and yeah. And I, I personally have never really felt that in my life because I've always lived such a busy schedule where I never had the opportunity to sit and think that much in order to be calm and down. So yeah. this quarantine, like, there were a couple of days where I was just so down, and until I saw that random post talking about it, I was like feeling so like unaware of what was going on but that post made me just think like yes like this is this is normal like i have shitty like i had one today honestly like before this today i yeah this morning i was not motivated to work out and i did it anyway and then i was just kind of like moping around and then i wanted to go grocery shopping so i did it and then i felt better after grocery shopping but like i was just in a funk today and i forced myself like push to go do that next thing that next little task it doesn't have to yeah. be a huge thing just like small checklists to make you feel a little more satisfied and yeah i feel like i feel it's been a lot of that for me yeah no i very similar situation um that's why when you hit me up to like be on this i hit you back right away and i was like yo this is exciting <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, this is this is cool this is like a great thing that's going on right now um 
I hate being alone. And so, like, it gave me that opportunity to be like, yes, I'm down to talk to people, you know? And so, like, which also is, like, it was, like, I tried to plan this out perfectly, like, side note. But, like, I had, like, a bunch of things planned just today. And, like, it, it happened that way. I, like, I'm the worst planner ever. You can ask me. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, ask Johnny. Like, I tell him all the time. I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm pretty spontaneous. He was like, wow, I hate that. I really hate that. <laughs> you guys, oh, my gosh, Ofisa, you guys, you don't understand my pain. He's like, especially in quarantine when he's, like, wanting to do stuff, which makes sense. It's not that it doesn't make sense. But he's like, <laughs> So, how long do you think it's going to take you to do that? I just want to know. Like, <laughs> I can match up with what you want to do. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't even want to do it. But, like, I have to. And he's like, okay. He's like, but, like, if you were a guest, like, oh, okay. <laughs> what do you want for dinner? Also, <laughs> what do you want to do two, three days from now? <laughs> no, yeah. I remember I was talking to him one day at work. And I was like, yeah, bro, I've taken a bunch of spontaneous trips. Like, I've, like, driven to Oregon with my friends. I've driven to San Diego, like, the day of, you know, not even planning it out. And he looked me in, like, the eyes. And I thought he was going to be like, whoa, bro, that's so cool. But he looked at me, and he was like, I hate that. And I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow. It's so true. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and so I try really hard to plan for him. But then, like, sometimes I'm just, like, not in the mood to follow through with what I said I'd do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why that's also like like johnny will always ask me ahead of time like hey bro you want to come to this i know i'm like you gotta ask me the day of (laughs) 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 i know it's crazy because in my mind it's like giving you more notice allows you a higher opportunity like a higher chance of going now all it does is be responsible for whatever decision he makes which is intimidating for me personally at least but you on the other hand like if they hung out and would hit you up like yo you know how many times you guys like yo party tonight i'm like bro what i can't come yeah (laughs) Yeah. like today Like, yeah. Oh, today we're gonna we're gonna throw a banger at the house. Like, bro, Mitzvah, come through. I'm like, yeah. bro, I can't. I, I have this, this, and this already planned. Like, you gotta tell me at least a week in advance. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. And to me, like, I'm in, I'm like the person who's like, I can tell you one thing because I can be entirely in one mood one day. I'm like, yeah, bro, that sounds sick. We should do that. But then the day comes, I'm like, mm, sounds a little less sick. Like I'm not excited about it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. See, I'm I'm like a. The more time I have before something, the more excited I am for it. It's not even that. It's like when things fit perfectly into place, and he's able to do all of the things (laughs) with the perfect amount of time, and he rationalizes like, oh, and then we'll get like a ten minute break. (laughs) (laughs) Always. That that, everything fitting perfectly is what really it. It gets him excited. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Getting all, no, warm. No. Getting all warm right now thinking about it. <laughs> oh. Christmas last year? Or Christmas plans last year? Yo, our, our Christmas plans last year? Oh, let me hear about this. Let me hear about When I say... Okay, so it's easy to plan a day, right? You plan yeah. a day, and you're like, all right, I've got so whatever. I got class from this time to this time. Then I go to do this. I have a, you know, a little break to do this. Then I'm going to do work. Then I'm gonna do this. And then I'm gonna go to this friend's house, hang out, and then I have or drink over here, whatever. Whatever already, you plan during a day. Already way too much planning for just like too many things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can plan a day, and that's satisfying. But when you plan like a couple of weeks, 
and traveling to multiple locations strategically and making sure you hit scene this family's most important day of holidays and then traveling and seeing this family's most important day of holidays and getting all of that in together. Nothing, nothing fits better than a, than a break. <laughs> Our boy sounds so happy and, right now. And we had that planned in like late September, early August or October, I have to say. And so That's... he was happy about Christmas plans for like four months. <laughs> like, Why not be? <laughs> hey, you know, you got a point. But also, this reminds me of when your graduation, when you had to drive to like your brothers yes. and then your sisters. Yeah. And I, I remember him being so happy about how easily everything was going to fit. Yep. And you were stressed about it, but you were like, yeah, but it's, it's okay because this it, my brother's is this day, my sister's this day, and then mine's the last day. And I was like, Donnie, that sounds terrible. Like, <laughs> you have to drive so much. Like, like, yeah, but it works out. <laughs> like, well, literally, I finished my last final on Thursday. No. On Wednesday. Tuesday, you left on Wednesday. Okay, Tuesday, yes, yes. Tuesday, I left on Wednesday. I heard about this plan for many days. You're right, yeah. <laughs> I finished my final Tuesday. I left on Wednesday. I got there, thir- uh, got there Wednesday, had a day to hang out with my family. Friday, my brother graduated high school. He graduated Thursday. You had a to- the Friday, yes. Together South. Thank she you. Even know. <laughs> wow, look at me. <laughs> he graduated Thursday, high school in the area. Friday, we had like a recoup celebration day. Saturday, we, we drove to Santa Cruz for my sister's graduation and then drove to Santa Barbara after, and then Sunday was my graduation. And it was like bang, 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 three graduations in four days. And it all fit perfectly. We all happened to be on the right days. To not have any com- conflicts. Yeah. One for the books. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Dang. You're crazy. <laughs> right? So you can imagine how stressed out I am having nothing to do day <laughs> after day. And I'm just day. like, huh, what if I can plan a podcast for like eight weeks from now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, exactly. You hit me up like a month ago. You're like, hey, we're actually looking for people. And I was like, oh, I'm busy for like like, I'm not back and comfortable until, like, a month from now. You're like, okay, I'll hit you up in a month. <laughs> and then you hit me up the first day. You're like, hey, y'all, just checking in with you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, dang, yeah, I'm ready, whatever. <laughs> I know. Your next episode, I'm going to just text you and be like, hey, uh, you're going to have an episode in 30 minutes. <laughs> and then, and then I'll wake up. I'm like, I'm there. I'm there. I'm ready for this. <laughs> Wait, so what spontaneous trips did you take? Where'd you go? So, um, I actually, wow, a lot of, well, a lot of people are going to think I'm sad. But <laughs> I, there was a lot of trips where I took because, like, I just, you know, when you're in that funk mm-hmm. and you're just not doing well. And so there was one time after actually a football game that I played up north at the Juco that I played at, um, I was going through a lot and then we lost. And it was one of those, like, losses that was just, it just demoralized you. Mm-hmm. And like someone put me on their highlight tape, and I was like, "Oh man!" Oh. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "One of those games," and I was like, "Man, this is just not good." And so I broke down afterwards, and I like looked at, I looked at Drew, my brother, and I was like, "Yo, I need to get out of here." And you know, being my brother, he was like, "Okay," he was like, "Let's do it." And so I called my best friend who went to UCLA at the time. Shout out, Megan. Uh, she was like, "Hey, like, I hit her up, and I was like, hey, like, I need to come. I need to leave." Like, can I come see you? And she was like, yeah, feel free. I drove straight down to UCLA the day of and ended up, like, hanging out with her. But we didn't have anywhere to stay. So we ended up driving down to San Diego 
where Soph went to school, uh, Drew's girl. So, you know, shout out Soph. <laughs> <But, laughs> ended up going and staying at her house because she was like, yeah, come down and stay. So we hung out there for a bit and then we drove right back up. And then I did another trip that was similar to that. Uh, Drew had called me though and he was like, hey, like, do you want to hang out? And I was like, yeah. And so I was actually driving home. And so I had moved from, I lived, I grew up in Los Altos. So like, uh, like Mountain View area. And so, but I moved to Hollister. And so I'm driving to Hollister to go home, which is like an hour south. And so, but then Drew is like, hey, like you won't drive to LA. And I'm like, I'll drive to LA. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'll, I'll drive. And he goes, you won't. And I'm like, I look and I looked at him and I was like, well, then I'm going. Like, I'm not going to exit. And he was like, then pass your exit. And so I'm driving. And I look at my exit and I go, I'm just going to go. And so I passed my exit and just drove straight down and ended up in the LA area. And I did this quite a few times. It got me in a lot of trouble. Uh, <laughs> Wait, really? Not? Did it really get you in trouble for like, maybe didn't. You didn't have anywhere to stay. <laughs> like, Yeah, but like, it was more of a sense of like, my parents are like, the parents are like, kind of just like, they're not strict, but they just want to know. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, oh, me... I totally, you're right. I didn't even think about the parental situation. My parents now would be like, I'm sorry, you left for where? What? Yeah, what? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And my parents would be like, and like, the car wasn't even under my name, which yeah. was the big part. And so, like, my parents would always be like, hey, like, will you, like, my parents would check my bank statements and they'd be like, oh, what are you doing in LA? Uh-huh. And I'd be like, Oh, that's Los Altos. <laughs> and then like, okay, we're not stupid. Like I was like, ah. <laughs> and so I tried to get away with it, but I always got in trouble. But I ended up taking like a lot of trips and I don't regret any of them, honestly. Like there were such good times and like I definitely needed them with like everything that I was going through. And so that was exciting. <laughs> yeah, but you're not just spontaneous with that. You're like spontaneous with like flights and oh. vacations, like anything. It's like this man lives spontaneity. It's insane. Really? Yeah. Most chaotic, stressful thing for me. When he's like, oh, yeah, we're going to Bali next month. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah so yeah. that that was like, crazy. Well, we were drinking me. last night and. He was like, you won't go to Bali with me. And I was like, that's so funny. They didn't even have it planned at all. I was driving. So I actually, so it was one spontaneous trip to Mexico. And so it was crazy because we were still in class, but I only had to do the assignments online. So I ended up doing my ASL assignments with Mexico in the background. So it was just a bunch of people partying behind me and I'm doing my ASL, like my sign language. Worst sign language. He sent me the videos. He was like, is this good enough? (laughs) Can you tell I'm drunk? (laughs) Can you tell I'm drunk right now? (laughs) But that trip was spontaneous because one of my my brothers uh, hit me up from, he's in Florida right now. And so Biffle, actually, you met him too, Johnny. Yes, I and did. I think you met him too, Brittany, honestly, on your birthday weekend. And so he was like not having a good time. And I was getting a spring break. And I called him and I was like, hey, bro, I bought you a ticket. I'm going to pick you up in San Diego and I'm going to drive us to Mexico. And he was like, and usually he's like Johnny in the sense of like he has to have everything planned. Right. But he was going through a lot. Mm-hmm. So he was like, okay, I'm there. And so me. I mean, Karen, also 
free ticket changes a lot of shit. So I'm like, oh, no, no, I'll buy you a ticket to Florida. We'll figure it out. I'm like, all right. I'll change the for me, too. Exactly. So me and Karen's drive to Mexico, pick up Biffle, and we go to Mexico. I'm telling you, having the best time of my life. Um, don't know why, but just was the, like, I don't know. I was really happy. Like, I caught a break in life. Mm. Came back, and I had to drive him to SFO, like San Francisco, to fly him back to Florida. And so I'm driving with him and he's like, man, like, I really want to go somewhere. And he was like, you want to go anywhere for your birthday? Joking around, I said Bali. And he was like, hey, bro, I got you. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I just bought our tickets for your birthday weekend or your birthday week. We're flying to Bali because you flew me to Mexico. Like, I'm going to fly you to Bali. And I was like, okay. I was like, I'm here. I'm here for it. That's awesome. And so that ended up being another spontaneous trip. And you're making me realize how not spontaneous I am right now. So I'm going to plan a trip. <laughs> so if you guys see me somewhere else tomorrow, that's because of you two. Hold on, let's see. Let's see what's open in the world. Yeah, I know, exactly, We're right? allowing Americans into their country. <laughs> True. Because uh, it shouldn't be. Yeah. You should just come with a warning sign. Uh, that's fun though that's awesome that you have that's like a testament to your community that you have around yourself really is what it is trust it's a lot of trust and a lot people trust well it sounds like you guys all pull through like you know you're like oh he's not having a good time he's not feeling it right now we need to do something about it and do and it sounds like you've all done it for each other so yeah we definitely are very big on the checkups yeah uh, Definitely call each other, and uh, we play a lot of video games. <laughs> so, like that, like we all live in different areas now, and so like the only time that we really do get to spend together, like it sounds ridiculous, but is on a video game. That's and so, that's legit. It's like our big check-ins, and it's actually now that you said that, made me realize like we really what's it's really a big deal. I mean, our mental health is really a big deal to all of us. Like right. we always have to make sure that everyone's doing okay because we know how much of an impact it can have on your life and like everyone around you. So we constantly, like I just hit up one of my boys, Biffle, the one in Florida. And I was like, Hey, like, are, how, are you, how are you doing? Like, you know, how's everything out there? And, you know, had a conversation with him and it was great and he's doing just fine. And I was like, okay, but you know, it's just times like, like the times we're in right now, quarantine with everything going on, like it's difficult uh, being away from people that like, your community, I guess. Your circle. Totally. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I feel like this, as weird as this time is, this time has given us such an opportunity to reconnect and to reestablish those kind of bonds with people. It's like, hey, I know we can't all see you, but I want to reach out. I'm still, you know, I still care about you. Yeah. Just like friends, closest friends, friends who aren't as close you know, yeah. anybody. It's giving us yeah, yeah. check in and be like, hey, um, how's how's everything going for you? Cool, love you, bye. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Now that you said that, like honestly, like I, I've been talking a lot of smack about like quarantine, but quarantine also gave me a lot of opportunity to hang out with my family. Mm. And so mm. like I felt like I've been very disconnected in the sense of like I haven't been around them a lot. We've all been in different places. And, like, I was forced to be at home. Like, I'm usually someone who's always trying to find a trip or go somewhere and be away from home. But, like, I got the opportunity to just be around my siblings 
And honestly, like, I'm so thankful for it. Mm. Like, um, we, like, they were, honestly, my sisters were my best friends growing up. And, like, we all, like, grew up, you know, at some point you have to. Right. But, like, you know, one of them's married, the other one goes to school in Tennessee. And, like, we're all pretty, like, spread out. And so, like, it all, it was nice. And also, like, another big thing, I got to spend time with my brother, like, my actual brother. Mm. And so, like, which was, like, I didn't get to grow up with him because, uh, we have different moms, but he grew up in Long Beach and I grew up in the Bay Area. And so like, I never looked at him like he wasn't my brother, but uh, being around him this summer, like just definitely like solidified that like, he's always like supported me. Mm. And like, I tell people this all the time, like he never, like I never grew up with him, but like ever since like I've known him or like been around him, he's always supported me from like day one. He's always told me like, Hey, stay in school <laughs> like, <laughs> make sure you study like you know like there's a lot of things going on in the world and he he constantly reinforces like you know a lot of my beliefs and like constantly tells me like you're gonna go places so you know stay in school so that was nice to be around people who support me right you know which was nice because like I said this earlier like my parents like they didn't want me to come back down here. <laughs> so like they're like they weren't excited about me moving back down to Santa Barbara, but they didn't understand like how good of a school it is down here. Mm. So like they're also very like they've been working since they were like teens. And so, you know, right, they, what they know. From... Yeah, exactly. And so like they don't really get the whole like going to school thing. Like they're like, Hey, you should just go to work. But like I'm like I try to like tell them and like get them to focus on like, hey, like I'm trying to get educated. Because you guys gave me this opportunity. Right. So this is me saying thank you. And this is me like, I'm going to get the better life that you wanted, you know, the whole American dream. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. So like, I definitely appreciated this quarantine, even though I've been talking a lot smack about it. (laughs) Well, it's both. We all know that. I think everybody goes through it knows that, you know? I mean, I think for some people, it's like genuine shithole, like everything. Um, and it's, I'm sure it's hard to, like, every single person. But, like, you can't not try to see some of the benefits of it, you know? Or some of yeah. the silver linings. I, I really think that is, that is what it takes to, to get through this. Yeah. You know, it's so easy to sit here and smack talk it. And, yeah, like, no one's going to be like, hey, spend the next five months in your house. Okay. Like, <laughs> you're going to have something negative to say about it. But. You can still say the negative stuff and get it off your chest, but find the small positives that you can take away from it. Yeah, exactly. And, like, it really is, like, the beauty in it all. Like, the whole beauty and the struggle thing where it's, like, this may suck, but, like, I also was really blessed with time with people that I love. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I got a whole month and a half at my parents' house. I haven't spent that much time there since I graduated high school, since I moved out. Were you, were you both up there? Yeah. Yes, we were. I spent six weeks with my <laughs> parents, and it was honestly... You're saying it like it was awkward. It I was like honestly really fun. cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you they, know, they were so chill. They were awesome. They, and they basically sponsored all of the food for the entire time we were there. Yeah. So that was a nice little, like, like we spent a whole, like, we paid rent for a whole month that we weren't going to be living in Santa Barbara. Right. Which, like, yeah. sucks, but also, we didn't pay anything in, like, 
food and or you know, alcohol. Booze. We were like having we fun. I got to hang out and play cards and see people. And, yeah, like genuinely interact with people while Brittany was working. So it was a really cool experience. No, yeah. Like usually, I feel like people would be like, "Oh my gosh, I spent time with like my significant other's family." But I can tell you, Brittany. Johnny went over to your house one time and he talked to me about for like 30 minutes about making pasta. And I was like, oh, why is it so interesting, Johnny? And he was so excited. He was like, bro, the way they make their pasta. And I was like, I don't think we're on the same page. About <laughs> <pasta."> <laughs> it's so Love true. It. No, apparently the reason why we started dating. Really? John liked my family I, so much. I visited her in Fresno for Easter one time. It was like right like before we started dating, and I was like, Oh, oh like we're kind of like you know, interested. And I was like, Yo, I'm gonna come. We talked about it, we were like, We did, but only yeah. like the day before. It was probably pretty spontaneous of me, honestly. The day before, it was, well, <laughs> yeah. we, talked about, we talked about the possibility of it like a week before, but like we hadn't decided because we were like, I don't know, is this weird or is yeah, this yeah. like friendly or is it like, What do I say? But then so like, I was like, All right, I'm gonna come for Easter, and I met her whole family, and I was like, Oh, her family's dope. <laughs> Like, yeah, like we can date now. I think this could work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think it'll work out. I like the way they make their pasta. One hundred percent, the food is the one over. <laughs> yeah, I can't blame you there, bro. <laughs> yeah, he. I love that he loves my family, and I love that I love his family. It works out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Family is a hundred percent one of the most important things in a relationship. I feel, at least for, to me. Totally same. Same like, like I can't imagine being with somebody and like they don't get along with my family. So like nope. I have like I feel like family. You are you have your own battles with your family. So oh, totally. for your That's partner to have battles with your family is even worse. You know, because it's <laughs> like it's you can be like I can have my battles, but for you to have battles with my family is something's like, wrong. Something's wrong. Because yeah. well, you shouldn't have battles with my family because that's my family. But also, I don't want my family having battles with you because that's you. So yeah. the fact that either that conversation <laughs> is bad blood. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think it's like one of those things where it's like, um, like once you like my family has a certain like view on you or a certain perspective, like like I'll get over it. Like right. me, like I'll be like, okay. I but mama you. already like, knows. Like she already knows what yeah, she did. Like, uh, that meme, there's, a meme, no. <laughs> there's a meme like that that was like, Oh, like we probably could be friends again, but I already told my mom. Like what happened <laughs> yeah. and like that's exactly. not changing in her mind. And I resonated with that so much. I was like, Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's like me and Drew. Like I tell Drew this all the time. I'm like and like Daniel. I'm like, yo, like I'll never bring a girl to meet you guys if I don't think she's the real deal. And so, like, they'll be like, <laughs> they'll always be like, yo, when are we going to meet? So I'm like, oh, no, like, it, like, trust me, it's not the right one. <laughs> You're like, I'm, not, I'm just not feeling, oh, that's so funny. I don't like, because, like, if, if they don't like her, like, then I'm like, ooh. I got you. I'm not Drop a big fan right of you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, spontaneous. He didn't, he didn't <laughs> tell you. Drew exactly. <laughs> oh. All right, we're yeah. coming up on our first hour, so we're going to take a quick segment, and we'll be back in a sec. Yeah, what's up, my guy? We are and back. We are back. <laughs> <clears throat> we did a great job of not talking for, like, 30 minutes on the break. <laughs> I was conscious of that. Yeah, me too. I, I... was like, let's, let's get back into it. <laughs> no, I feel that, too. 
I was like, uh, we're having great conversation right now. I I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we should jump back into that. Uh-huh. How often does that happen? Dude, we're so bad about it. We're so <laughs> bad. Because, like, it was, it's so easy to just keep talking. And then we're like, yeah. oh, we should probably be recording this. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, yeah. That's what I was feeling in the beginning of our first recording. I was like, wow, we're talking right now? I feel like I should save this for when we're actually talking about <laughs> right. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's all good. There's, you know, the listeners can only get so much. <laughs> yeah. So, another topic we definitely wanted to bring up was was football. You made a couple references to it earlier, and I know that we've had a lot of conversations about football and our experiences, and yeah. I would love for you to share your abnormal starts to crazy <laughs> finish. Yeah, so I, like, honestly, to this day, I still don't feel like I'm a big football guy. Like, which is crazy to think about because, like, I spent quite a few years playing. But I didn't play until my senior year. Like, I practiced, like, my freshman year, my sophomore year. I played one game. But I was like, this isn't for me. I was more in the MMA scene. So, I trained with Muay Thai and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu from when I – I did not know this. I really never knew this. I didn't realize that. Oh, no. No, yeah. So, in, uh, like, ending of seventh grade, my dad put me in Muay Thai and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And I stayed in that, and I did that. I spent – I took a year off, and then I went back into it. But that was my sport. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, it's, like, chaotic, but, like, you find the peace in it all. And so, like, it was fun for me. And I was like, wow, this is exciting. I like this. And then my junior year came around. Ending of junior year, I was like, uh, I should probably start playing football. <laughs> like, I only have one more year left. I should probably start going to practices. Uh, I started hanging out with a lot of the guys who were on the football team. And they were like, hey, you got to come out and play. Like, it's not really my scene, but I'll try. And so I ended up playing my senior year. I got MVP all-league uh, lineman <laughs> in my first year. And I was like, uh, maybe I'm okay at this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, like, our league wasn't all that, but I got to play in the All-Star game. And I was like, th- it was it was fun. Like, I got to build a lot of friendships. I got to build a lot of, like, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like I got my work ethic from it. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I learned to be around people who don't agree with me. Like, when I'm like, yo, we should do this. They're like, I don't know. So, I, I got to learn a lot of different things out there on the football field. And, and then I stopped. After my uh, senior year, I was like, oh, that was fun. One year, I'm done. And then I became an EMT. And so I worked as an EMT, yeah. And I worked for a company called Rockmed. And so I worked at all the concerts in, like, the Northern California area. And I got to see free concerts. And, <laughs> like, that was great. And another thing that me and Johnny bonded on, country music. And so... <laughs> <laughs> and so like that like that was fun but then I started to realize like it really wasn't for me um they're just underappreciated and not paid enough in my opinion like they do a lot of great work for people but they're just not appreciated Mm -hmm. and so I was like this isn't the field for me and so I actually had planned on joining the military and I was like okay I'm gonna leave and go but then my brother Drew was like, hey, I'm transferring to your school. Like, we should play football together. 
Like, we've never had the opportunity to play football together, and it's something we've dreamt about since we were kids. Right. So, I mean, I'm sure you hear about Drew later on, but he's my cousin, who I consider my brother, and we were born on the same day. I'm just one year older. and so, I did not know and- you guys shared a birthday. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. That's some fucking yeah. creepy shit, man. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, I'm named after his dad. His middle name is my dad's name. And so, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Like, and so we like grew up together and like, yeah, he was right. I was like, yeah, we never did play football together. And so I was like, you know what? Like I'll play football with you. And so I ended up dedicating two years of my life to playing football at a junior college up North. And then like, I did get a couple offers here and there. And a couple, oh, like, oh, 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 don't, don't, nah, don't sell yourself. That's true. No, this was me trying to get you to brag. <laughs> no, no. I feel like John doesn't, I feel like that must mean you got some. Well, there was definitely uh, some Division One schools out there that I was talking to, but. You know, a lot of, like, honestly, a lot of things fell through. I sprained my ankle. I had to play the whole season on a sprained ankle. You played but... on a sprained ankle, though? No. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I felt like there's another thing. Football, you have to buy it. You right. have to be there for the guy next to you. <laughs> and so, right. my brother, Drew, played linebacker, and I played the lineman. And so, I always made sure that I did my job to make sure that he could do his job. And so, like, it was kind of that thing where it's like, yo, I got your back, you got my back. And so, like, yeah, my ankle hurt here and there, but, like, I had to do it for the guys next to me. And so, um, I ended up doing, like, getting injured, and I was like, uh, this is fun, but I got into UC Santa Barbara. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wow, I could either go and play at some school that I'm not really interested in, but it is a good school, but or I could go to a school that I've always dreamt about going to. Mm-hmm. So I chose the school route and I was like, I'm done with concussions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with all the, you know, the hard hitting, my body needs a rest. And so I ended up just coming out here and that was honestly the end of my football career. But honestly, those are honestly like, it was the hard, it was it was hard when you wake up for like at six o'clock for uh, like you go in for like physical therapy. Then you have first uh, your first meeting. Then you have like uh, strength and conditioning and then you have a lunch, your second meeting and then you have uh, practice. And like, it's pretty much you're at, you're at like the school from six in the morning to like eight at night to like, it got to the point where I ended up sleeping at school during my first season, I, I lived in my car for a whole quarter, like during football. And like, I was like, you know what? Like I can't make the trip home after practice. So I'm just going to live in my car. I ended up living in my car, waking up in the morning, getting to class, getting to workouts. And I ended up, it was crazy. Like we didn't do too good that, that season, but I made Dean's list. And so yes, <laughs> I, was on, I was on honor roll. So yes. there was that. But I was living in my car. Luckily enough, my best friend, uh, she let she offered for me to live in her house for the next season. And so I was like, thank God. <laughs> so <laughs> that was forward. because that was because you couldn't like commute essentially, right? It was like too much time to commute. 
Yeah, so that was like that's like a whole like big other thing. Like I, my family had to move from one house to another house, and we were forced to live somewhere really far. Right. And so, because it was affordable, and so since I couldn't make that commute anymore, I was like, you know what, I have to make this sacrifice. Yeah. You know, you know, like I keep saying, like you really have to be there for the team. Like you have to like commit a hundred percent. Like if you're not gonna commit a hundred percent, a hundred percent to something, like especially like a sport. Like, I really feel like you, I don't know, you won't yeah. get the full potential out of it. Totally. Sorry. You get out what you put in. Yeah. And when exactly. you're expecting to get a lot out of it, you got to yeah. put a lot into it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh sacrificed a lot my first season playing in uh, junior college, but, you know, it was fun and it was hard, but honestly, those are some of the best times of my life. Like, <laughs> I made a lot of memories, made a lot of great friends, you know. My roommate last year, I met her at the school. And so she played volleyball and I played football. And, you know, I just meet a lot of great people. <laughs> that was my football career. And, you know, different from Johnny's because, you know. Oh, yeah, way different. <laughs> he, he didn't get touched during practice, but it's whatever. <laughs> he didn't get touched during practice. I was, I was spoiled, <laughs> but I didn't get no D one offers either. <laughs> that would have changed things. If I was like six inches taller, maybe. Bro, you're telling me. <laughs> Are you? He's saying for 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 our positions. Because he he played D tackle and fucking D tackles in the NFL now are like fucking six Bro. eight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. You're saying like relative. Like yeah, relative he would have to grow position. a lot more. <laughs> he, yeah, he yeah. would need to be taller for his position than I would need to be for my position. Okay. I could go three inches and still be like some more. Yeah, I'd have. Yeah, I'm like six feet on the field with my cleats on. And you know, it like... <laughs> <laughs> gives me half an inch when I have cleats on, so you know it's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, I, yeah. I, loved, uh, I loved all of the conversations we had at D.C. with all of the guys who had played sports at some point. And we just all joked. We're like, yo, we're going to go to – we're going to go to SBCC. You know, we're all going to yeah. play football. We're going to do it one year. We're all go out. We're going to play together. Exactly, like, bro. We wanted to so bad. I was like, we, nah. <laughs> we asked Johnny. We're like, Johnny, do you guys have, like, uh, what was it? Um – a league at UC Santa Barbara, and you're like, yeah, but you gotta go to school there, so nah. <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> you're like, that's right. It wasn't like that, but it was like, kind of like it was also like, like IMs. I think CC kids actually could play in IMs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Chance played basketball at UC yeah, USB. I think CC kids could play IMs, but it was like, wait, does Chance, Chance go to UC USB? No. He did at one point. He did. He did. I think he's planning on going back. He played basketball at CC for a while. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. He played basketball CC, and I'm sure he played IMs. I'm, I think he played IMs. Yeah, I mean, even he in knew, between, he knew guys like Gabe, like he was like yeah. friends with that kind of crew. So, yeah, I was wondering if we basketball chance. I never did. Yeah, you were a basketball star, weren't you, Randy? I was on a basketball star team, but I wasn't a star on the team. I did not play very much. Hey, still counting. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I think so too, but like still, it's not like I was like. 
racking. I was like the one that my coach forgot to put me in until like the last eight seconds of our championship game because he <laughs> wanted to see the court on my senior year game. He's like, oh, Brady, Brady, come here, come here. <laughs> uh, bro, that's so funny. No, that happened to me too. I played lacrosse in high school. And so, but I only played because I liked hitting people. I like, I actually, <laughs> and so, but I, I <laughs> that sounds terrible, but <laughs> I played lacrosse, but my coach wouldn't put me in until like the last two minutes, but I'd always spend like a minute and a half of those last two minutes in the penalty box. And he'd, <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> he'd be like, football, but I get a stick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you can't give me a stick and not tell me like, and tell me that I can't swing it like a sword. Like, <laughs> And so that's what happened. I ended up quitting that because I ended up, I broke, in practice, I broke some guy on my team's leg. And I was like, yeah, this, this, I'm doing more damage than good at this point. You're like, I'm sad about it. (laughs) You're like, yeah, I just, because like injuries, injuries are no fun in sports, especially when you really, like for me, playing lacrosse was something that I did just for fun. Like for that kid, I felt like it was something more. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, no. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to, like, try to hurt anybody or end careers, especially when people have passions for it. Yeah, totally. So. I agree. I feel that, man. We had a we had a kid that I coached this past season, a senior, starting safety, really just bought in kid, loved, loved just every part of football. The working out took it super seriously. Just the, you know, the team aspect, just like super bought in and like second or third game of the season, he got his leg just like completely taken out on a sideline, like into his leg at a weird angle and broke his leg. And there was like a compound fracture and like the kids over there were freaking out. It was on the opposite sideline. Just so different seeing that from a coaching perspective than from a player perspective. Yeah. I had teammates who had like season ending injuries and ultimately like career ending injuries because they weren't going to play after high school, but it it was different to, to be a coach looking at that perspective because like, as soon as it happens as a coach, you know, like you've seen it before, you know, you just, just more experience, more time around it. Like, it's yeah. happened, I was just like, damn, he's done. Like, yeah. you know, maybe I think he might have the opportunity to play CC one day because he mm-hmm. really wants to, but also it's a long recovery like that, so. Yeah. It's hard because, like, I don't even, like, I don't even know what to say to, like, kids who have to go through that. Like, right. it's, it's a difficult conversation to have. And so, uh, yeah, no, not a big not a huge fan of people getting injured. <laughs> I, I hate seeing people's dreams get crushed. So, you know, and so, um, well, praying for that kid. Hopefully, he makes it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kid's a freak, though. He he still went to weights every day with the with the Are blue, with a, like a on crutches. Like no matter what, he like he he would go to weights. Like well, he was on bed rest for like six weeks. Oh, okay, okay. But after that, like, he would show up. He'd be doing pull-ups. Yeah. He'd be doing, like, bench. And we're like, hey, you're not supposed to be working out. <laughs> he's, like, yeah. a coach. He's, like, one of the strongest, biggest kids. He's got, like, muscles on muscles on muscles. Yeah. And he was just like, come on, coach. I want to work out with the team. I'm like, 
anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's cool too, though, because like that's something you can't coach, you know? Oh, yeah. Right. It's hard to get kids to want to be there. It's just, and the fact that, like, it's heartbreaking that to, see, like, Yo. to see this yeah. kid get hurt, you know? To see a kid who, like, has so much potential for that season yeah. to get hurt like that. That, honestly, yeah. That is the, I mean, I've talked about him a lot, but I saw Drew get injured twice on the field. Yo. And, like, being his brother and, like, playing next to him and being on the field with him when it happens, like, it's a different, you know. I can't, yeah. I can't even imagine being that close to someone and being on the field with them when such a devastating injury happens. Yeah, like I don't want to. I don't want to get into that too much because I know I definitely want him to talk about. Yeah, that no, exactly. Comes on, but yeah, exactly. I feel that. Yeah, he. Oh. <laughs> he, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that is that. <laughs> yeah. Well, on to the next one. <laughs> well, but. Side note, something that I said to see you guys during the break, but something that I really wanted to talk about <laughs> yeah, go for yeah. it. <laughs> is education. You know, I've said this plenty of times and, you know, I may not always seem like the guy who's very big on education because I like having a lot of fun, but I, with everything going on nowadays, uh, uh, I think that it's important that people educate themselves or at least put themselves out there to learn. Uh, um, I don't know if you guys heard, do you guys know Andrew Carnegie? <laughs> and so, I don't know if you guys know so Andrew <laughs> Carnegie. He was like, uh, one of the, he was a strong believer in, uh, you know, the rich need to help out the poor, mm-hmm. but not in the sense of giving them money, uh, in the sense of like helping them get educated. Mm-hmm. So investing in, uh, institutions. And so like, uh, I want to get to that point and I hope that like, this is something that I talked with like everyone about. I'm like, I hope that at some point in my life that I can help invest in kids' kids' education. Mm-hmm. You know, like help invest in a library or something. You know, where people can benefit from it rather than you know rather just throwing money at somebody and be like. I mean, although being somebody who saw that side, <laughs> you know, yeah, I was like, yo, it'd be nice if I had a couple bucks in my pocket. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I think. Uh, I was blessed with all the hardships I had growing up in the sense of I got to see both sides. Like I came from like a very terrible childhood. So now my parents live in the suburbs. <laughs> and so like I get to see both perspectives on it. And definitely what I learned from it is education. Educate yourself, <laughs> you know, be, uh, make sure that every day you're trying to get better and grow and learn more and help others around you mm. and like that's so i don't know it's it's something that's very big with me and like something that's definitely been motivating me a lot lately and like helping me get through a lot of difficulties that i've been struggling with and so just a little side note i want to put I love out there. it i feel like you live it i feel like you live that um because i feel i don't know i feel like you're one of those people who will have any and all conversations to talk about it and to learn about it and to, you know, like, I feel like you talk just as much, like, to educate yourself. You know, I don't think you're sitting here being like, I want to educate others, which others, which I'm sure you do, but it's, that's not what it's about. You're, like, just wanting to learn and help others learn along the way. Yeah, exactly. Cool. No, yeah, 100%. Like, I feel like 
um, from where like from where I was a couple of years ago to where I am now is the ability to allow myself to get into that that point in my life where I'm like, hey, like I can talk about all of this or I can be about it, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, or I can go out and actually do it, you know. And so like that's kind of where I'm at in my life. Yeah. And, like that's what I want to do. Um, I want to get out there and help people, help educate, help you know, just help. Yeah. <laughs> I love and it. So, I, I feel like with with education, like everyone has their own role. You know, yeah. there are so many different aspects to education, and you know, it's not just going to school. It's not just listening to people who know what they're talking about. You know, there's so many levels to it and every person has their own role in helping educate others and being educated themselves and being open to that. Yeah. I think it's important. Like everyone wants to give back. Everyone wants to help people. Everyone wants to have that kind of an impact. And Uh I I like what you talked about earlier about how you see like going the law route is how you feel like you can make that impact right now. Yeah. Because I've had the same ideas about going into teaching is like, this is where I think that I can have the most impact. Yeah. I think that's important to realize that you don't have to be the one at the top making the most impact or giving the most money or, you know, doing all of these crazy things that are going to get you noticed. Like everybody has a role and, and will have an impact in the the grand scheme of things. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's a, uh, it's the little things, you know, a lot of people tend to, I mean, myself, I'm victim to it as well. Like, like I was saying beforehand, I always felt that like I needed to be seen. I needed to be, you know, I needed to broadcast, you know, what was being done on a big platform. But uh, now that like, I've had an opportunity to just sit there and talk with loved ones and be around people and just honestly living today, <laughs> like, you know, I've started to understand like, my passions, my motivations, and understanding where I want to go with it all. Mm. And so that's why I'm trying to take the law route right now. And, you know, hopefully it all works out for me. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm excited. So I'm really excited. Like I've said this plane's up, but I'm just really excited to be educated. Like, <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. Not at all. No. Do not self-deprecate like that. Dude, it's exciting. You, that's you, a genuine thing. And you, you should have, be yeah. proud. You'd be proud and excited, and for you, sure. You've taken your lumps along the way. You've been at, you know, went from high school to multiple JCs, community yeah. colleges, and, like, now you're going to be at the university, and, you know, yeah. there's just that extra little notch every 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 time you you're go to a new away. institution, you're you know, away. a new place, you learn something new, a new city, you learn something new, a new school, you learn something new. It's going to be so, and, like, right now, you should be proud. Like, in this moment, the fact that you're enrolled, you only got a year left. Like, no matter what happens, you know, you'll be excited when it's done, and you should be. But, like, right now, you should be happy because you have the opportunity to learn and because you put yourself here. And you're also also not 18 coming into UCSB. Right. You have a different focus. You You have have a different different, perspective. Yeah, you are in a completely different place in your life that I think, realistically, you're going to take a lot more out of being at UCSB at 24 right. than you would at 18 or 20 or even 22 when you originally applied. John and I were yeah. talking about kind of like the hacks or whatever of college, but like that yeah. honestly is just us like 
not utilizing resources or not taking like the opportunities or taking what we had for granted, which like, not that I would do anything different, but like there's another yeah. way to that where it's like, you know, if I was older and I, and I maybe like appreciated it more, I might've taken it more seriously and, and some, I still took it seriously, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I maybe had a different level of appreciation for what I was doing at the yeah. time. I, I don't know if you noticed my mom, um, my, my parents had me at 16. My mom yeah, yeah. had crazy good grades on like damn near 4.0 in high school. Uh-huh. Didn't go to school, raising a couple of kids growing up, and went back to school my senior year of high school. I think she went back to school, or like my, my freshman year, like right, right when I was finishing up high school. Yeah. She graduated top 1% of her class. Yo, what? And she is just now finishing her master's program. She's been teaching for the last three years. She's going into her third year. She's been teaching special education and she like has moderate been teaching, to severe, moderate like... to severe, teaching full-time, also going yeah. full-time in a master's program. And she she's told me that there's no way she would have excelled this much in school if she yeah. done it right out of high school. Because yeah. she she had the time off to to really crave that learning and crave that drive and she had so much time away from it that it allowed her to give everything to it. Yeah. And I'm not saying, you know, you're not, you know, in your mid thirties, but you're also <laughs> in that same similar perspective where you yeah. waited for this for so long and you've worked hard in so many different ways for so long. And now you're here and you're going to get to just enjoy it and put everything into it. And I am so excited for you. But yeah. also, no, I, that you shouldn't have fun because, like, you should oh, still have yeah. fun. Let me put that yeah. You can't live in IV and not have fun. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly. But first of all, congratulations to your mom. Yeah. I mean, oh. I don't know when this happened, but then, you know, hey, she did it. It was while he was still in college. Yeah. She's, She's awesome. I haven't met her, but I'm proud of her. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and, like, second of all, like, just thinking about that because, like, honestly, like, I'm talking about like how excited I am. Like to hear someone else's like perspective, um, kind of like, you know, brings all my like anxiety and all that to life, and like like not to life, but like helps give me understanding of it all. Mm. Because if I'm like, if I'm telling the truth, like going to school here, like I was super, like I was even I was super insecure to even announce that I was going to UC Santa Barbara, mm. being as old as I am. <laughs> and so like I was like super nervous. I was like I was kind of really ashamed of it, and I was like. Yo, I was scared that I was like, yeah, I'm going to be going to school with people who were in middle school when I was in high school. Like, 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 put it, like, I was really nervous. And I was like, honestly, like hearing that your mom did it and she's, you know, doing what makes her happy and, you know, being really great at it, like, you know, um, gives me, you know, kind of a peace of mind. Mm. Yeah. Because, like, honestly, like, I didn't announce it at all. Like, Dude, I know. I, I know. know. I know. It's over right now. I've known about it for you know, all these other months, but, you know. Yeah, no, because, like, you know, it was one of those things where I was, like, really, like, you know, I was ashamed of it, I guess, in the sense of, like, I was, like, man, like, I don't want to be, like, a, like, I don't want people to know, like, yeah, I was a kid that failed a lot. Like, you know, I came down here, and I didn't do what I initially wanted to do, but I learned a lot, and I grew a lot. And I got to where I am now, and I'm I'm happy with where I'm at right now. But I'm still very ashamed of it. <laughs> you know? But you gotta you gotta think of 
all of the not to bring anyone else down but like all of the people who who didn't push through that right who who quote unquote quit who decided oh you know maybe maybe it's not worth it or maybe maybe i'm not supposed to you know go to ucsb like you you were like fuck all that i'm gonna take every back road i need to to get to where i want to be right and i think that speaks way more volumes than you being ashamed that it took you longer to get there there's no timeline on life you know yeah yeah as soon as you are starting to feel like you're enjoying what you're doing you're doing the right thing yeah no yeah definitely and i've been like trying to tell my like tell myself that like trying to tell my because like if i ever had to talk to someone like this i'd always be like hey don't ever be ashamed we were talking about that earlier (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying like i was trying to tell people like that person to yourself yeah exactly yeah exactly and so like i'm always trying to remind myself like hey like you worked hard to get where you're at Mm -hmm. you know you left no doubt you left you know made sure that they knew that you deserved to go to school out here but then like in the back of my head i'm almost like are you sure (laughs) like you know and so i you know definitely hearing about you know having this conversation with you guys and even hearing about your mom definitely gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm, good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so that makes me very happy just to see how proud you are as a son. <laughs> like, you know. I like, mean, because, like, I've I've grown up my whole life feeling like I held my parents back. You know? Okay. Not that I yeah. had any say in it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't have a kid at 16, so, like, I understand that, like, it's not my <laughs> fault or anything. But, like, yeah. you know, you, you hate to see your parents not be able to do what they want to do yeah, because of how much they're giving and supporting you. Right. So it was honestly one of the best things ever to see my mom go back to school and excel and fucking kick ass Yeah. to actually do CC in two years and transfer and then yeah. graduate in two years. Like I know, I don't really know any people who do that. Like, no, yeah, it's no. like crazy. <laughs> like she did the actual two years, two yeah, years she did what you're supposed to do. Yeah, went into a like a grad program, like while she was working full time. Like that's just crazy, and it's so inspirational. And to know that like she is gonna be done with that, yeah, with one more test, and she's gonna have everything done, and like it's just it's awesome. And I'm excited to see what my dad gets into now because he's worked a job he hasn't enjoyed for the last. 20 years yeah. in our family, you know, 25 yeah. years. Yeah, it's been your whole life. My whole life. So just the fact that he's... Now she's able to roll in some dough. Yeah, now so she's, he she's making more money than he made. So he yeah. is not working anymore and is, you know, they're doing a bunch of stuff on the house and remodeling and... He's super yeah. bad you know, and I just so can't great. wait to see my parents finally get to pursue their passions. Yeah, you know where they again. There's no timeline on life. They took yeah. a different track and they had kids early, super early. Yeah. But now they're 40 years old and and have the opportunity to still live such a large portion of their life and get to do what they're passionate about. So I I can't wait for that. And hey, shout out to parents, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Nope. Yay. Oh. Yeah, like honestly, like I feel that because I'm forever grateful for like my parents, like like honestly, like you just said it yourself, like your parents worked hard to get where they're at, and so I always have this conversation with actually like my siblings. I'm like, it helps give me perspective because like whenever I fight with my parents and we don't see eye to eye, like it always helps me understand like 
they they did a lot you know yeah <laughs> you know like I just told you I, I came from nothing but my parents put me through private school and then put me in like the best rich district in California more time and so like my parents like i I came from nothing they put me through private school Mm. and then they they let me go to one of the best high schools in the district like the best district in california and like like my parents literally did the american dream right (laughs) you know put you first yeah and like i'm forever thankful and so i think that's like why a big reason why like this whole school thing like I, i think that's another reason why i didn't give up um, it's kind of uh, me like showing appreciation to them and be like, hey, like all that hard work wasn't for nothing. Like I believe it or not, I did learn. <laughs> believe it or not, like I did get a lot of all the schools that you were like put me through, and I did get you know a lot of great opportunities. And wow, well, shout out to parents. <laughs> yeah, for real. There's so many, so many great opportunities that like. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I'm so excited. And you always can hit us up because I know Gaucho Space and the whole UC. Yeah, I'm going to need that. <laughs> You'll and, understand it better after orientation. I'm sure you figured out stuff. But, you know, you boys spent five years in that shit. <laughs> I got it all figured out if you need some help. <laughs> hey, I'm going to need help defiling for these loans because I don't know how to do all this. So. I got you. I got you. We were just talking about that today. Yep, just had a conversation with Danny this morning, my best friend from home about loans. He, he's getting started in his new school situation. So <gasps> oh, that would be an awesome conversation. You are right. So much opportunity for the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, seriously, appreciate you coming on so much. And yeah, thanks for having work. you guys. Like, seriously, just sharing your experiences and your outlook on life and Everything you're doing, you know, yeah. it's motivational and inspirational. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me on here. You know, like I told Johnny this when he texted me. I was, I'm really excited. I was really excited about today. I'm excited for you guys and what's to come. I know you said you're not going to do a YouTube thing, but I see it in the future. <laughs> 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 you know, like this is exciting. Keep doing what you guys are doing. You guys are helping a lot of people, and you don't even realize it. So, <laughs> you know. Thank you, guys. Thank you, friend. It was so great having you on. Yep. All right. All right. We're out. Thanks for listening. Uh, Catch y'all later. Catch you guys later. Bye.